This is episode number 432, Solutions to Active Growth Problem. We gotta get into it. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over on Jason Tucker on the Twitters. I'm Say Reed uh, on Twitter at Say Reed Media for now, anyway, until, you know. And you all know who it is. It's your boy Jason Cosper, aka Fat Mullenweg, back at it again on the world's most influential WordPress podcast. Speaking of that podcast, go over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen, and come hang out with Say over in Discord. Go to Discord <laughs> over at <laughs> dpwr.com slash Discord. Run over to our Discord, Discord. Discord. Especially Hello, everyone. Uh, so, hey. So today we are continuing last week's exciting episode about, uh, well, it's actually Dev Branch's episode was last week, but we're continuing the topic today uh, of the active growth problem, focusing on solutions, uh, because we, we don't want to turn this into just a, here's all the things that are problematic, because there's lots and the show's only half an hour. So we are going to instead try to focus on how we can change those things in the future or what things we need to work on. For that, keep it not like positive, but like you know, not negative. Uh, but anyway, um, we've got two special guests here that were with us last week. I can never do this properly. Uh, and then we have one up here. Do you two want to introduce yourselves first, please? You, Matt, go, go. I'm Matt, and I do donations and stuff and try to be nice in WordPress. Um, and I'm <laughs> glad to be here. Uh, we be nice. John Jacoby, JJJ, Twitter, GitHub, Buddy Press, VB Press, currently at Awesome Motive, uh, Five for the Future, uh, work on our research and development team, uh, .org person. Um, happy to be here. And our uh, extra special guest today uh, is Otto here up there. Otto, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Otto. Um... <laughs> I do auto things, and I hang around and auto it up. Auto's yeah. like one of those, like, he's like the Madonna of WordPress. He gets away with the one name thing, you know? Seal, Sting, Madonna, Auto. auto. It makes sense. Uh, but I also just want to point out that, Auto, you are a full-time volunteer on the WordPress.org project and probably hold the most keys to the back end of the .org website itself. True. Is that correct? I work for I work for Audrey Capital and my entire life is contributing to WordPress.org or the WordPress software in some way. Yeah. So, you know. So we were talking on the pre-show about this and Otto uh, put a little uh, a wrench in the mix by giving us some information that, uh, well, he hasn't given us the information yet, but he's going to by telling us that he had information to tell us. So rather than be a good podcast and make you listen to the whole thing to find out the secret answer at the end, like we did last week, we're going to just put that right up on front and say, uh, take it away, Otto. Tell us, tell us what you're going to tell us because we are uh, ready to react. <laughs> All right. So the first thing is, I, I think we need to understand the reason for the active growth chart missing or being removed. Uh, everybody seems to have been speculating about it. Everybody seems to have been upset about it. 
It's a um, thing. Yeah, that's a thing. It's been a thing. The reason is really quite simple. It was removed because, by and large, nobody was using it. <laughs> now, before you say anything, let me clarify that. Nobody was using the chart itself. By and large, the chart was not useful to the majority, and it didn't really fit the purpose we had for it, um, what we had in mind when we implemented it. And it had been there a while. It had been there like five years, I believe. Yeah, you know, so, five years. Yeah. That's like 25 years in tech time, I think. Right. Um, on the whole, the active growth chart was intended to show just that, active growth or decline of a plugin for on a weekly basis. And the intention of that was more for users, correct, who are evaluating a plugin? Either is both, actually, users and developers. Uh, people wanted that feedback on whether plugins growing, whether it's shrinking, etc., and that's valuable information for developers to have. It's valuable information for users to know. Um, but it really wasn't working as that, especially because it was the the data that it provided was a percentage-based data, and it was a very weak percentage-based data. So by and large, the majority of use of that data was people scraping the data and using it to work backwards to the exact, quote, exact numbers. So that, that's what we concluded at the end of last week's episode. So I think that's fairly accurate with what we, where we got right. to after 45 minutes <laughs> last right. week. That, that was entirely the problem, was that people were largely using it to get those numbers. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not itself bad, but A, the reverse math didn't work. It was wrong for a number of reasons, mainly because we were doing such a way, obfuscating the data in such a way that it made that number wrong. Second, it actually, uh, it's kind of funny, it actually always gave numbers a bit too high. So it was giving people the wrong impression. Uh, third, it really... People trusted it as an active number, as a number of active installs, to the point where, to the point where they they relied on it to make decisions and things like that. It that, it's not a, it was not a good idea. People and people assumed it was an exact number. How does? But I I I failed to see like so. What we talked about last week, right, was that you know the abuse part makes sense that people were pulling that data and you know gaming system or whatever they might be doing with that as we were talking about last week but right. it seems to me that making a call like well it really wasn't that useful or you know uh you know there's not much you can do with that data i mean data has meaning to who it has meaning to right it's kind of right. like beauty right. like that <laughs> you know well, like some things are beautiful to some people and some some data is meaningful to some people and it's not so I, I, I mean, so why that may be true that data was useless, but that doesn't, to me, speak to a reason to remove it. Well, um, the decision to remove it was actually made a long time ago. Um, it wasn't like just a few weeks. We're talking months ago, uh, all the way back to May when we that discussion was being had. Can you now, tell me real quick where that discussion was happening? Uh, private channels. Uh, private DMs on, Yeah. DMs on Slack. 
Um, I was I was in on that discussion. However, I didn't participate in that discussion because at the time I was in the ICU. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, you're dedicated. Yeah, by large, I, excuses, excuses. I, by large, had other problems. Drama, drama. <laughs> um, anyway, we're glad, you're, we're glad you're. We're glad to have you back, though. Yeah, That's the important dead. part. All jokes um, aside, we're glad you're back. After I read through all that discussion, and we worked, they worked on it for a long time. Uh, Scott and uh, several people tried various things before removing it. They adjusted the values, they adjusted numbers. They they went through a ridiculous amount of iteration, and in the end, none of it worked. It, it, people were still using it, even though it was giving them basically garbage. Um, so finally, removing it was the only thing to do. We did have a plan for replacing it. We just didn't have a plan for replacing it immediately. Um, nevertheless, giving them active install count numbers that are wrong is more harmful, we felt, to both users and developers' interests than simply not giving them at all. So that's why it was removed. Straight up. But there's still an active install number that's still there on the plugin all the time that actually matches, generally speaking, what was on the chart. So I, I like, it doesn't quite add up what you're saying. It, it, it's difficult to explain. If, it, but if the number is harmful, then we got to pull it wherever it exists. The number wasn't harmful. The fact that people relied on its accuracy was. And that what, from the beginning, Ever since we have presented an active install count number, we have always uh, rounded off, like, you know, the 10, 20, 30, things like that. The amount we rounded off to is uh, first significant digit. It's arbitrary. Um, it, it, it's useful for a new plugin developer to get a number that helps them. To help the develop the number to develop the plugin to get feedback and growth and things of that nature. So more having it more accurate when it's a small number and then less accurate as time goes on helps everyone. It may help make sense because our active install count number. If I was to tell you that your plugin was one two three four five six, you, you know you assume that to be an accurate number. But it's not. We base the active install count numbers off of update data. Right. And that's not really accurate. The fluctuation in the, in a given that plugin from day to day is huge. It's so for wait, no reason. Otto, Otto, let me ask a question real quick. So what you're saying is that this was not necessarily a security issue, or was it not at all? A it was not a security issue. It was it not was a security issue. It was so not a security issue. Not a privacy issue. So if it was not a security issue and not a privacy issue? Nope. Not a privacy That's... issue, just an incorrect data issue. Yes? It was just, uh, it was giving bad information and leading people to assume things that were fundamentally not true. I mean, I mean, I would like to say a big who cares to that, but I understand that like <laughs> if the data is being put out there as, and is accurate, inaccurate, that is, Okay, that's one thing. So why, if it's not a security issue and it's not a privacy issue, was this yeah. handled in the private chat? And not in, why was not, this handled in I private mean, not chat? Only, 
and not, not only that, the only I, not only I that, did. the only communication that happened was the PR that was insta merged um, that said we are removing this because it's not obfuscating the data good enough, um, and that was the messaging. It wasn't that this data isn't good data. It wasn't. It it was highly suggestive that it is security related, like. Everything about the way that this was communicated was not at all what you're saying is the reasoning. And I, I don't um, disagree about the communication. Um, do, you have a, do you have an opinion on that that you could share with us? Obviously, the communication wasn't handled well. Um, I, I didn't. <laughs> we all agree that. on that point. Yes. I didn't <laughs> participate in any of that. I'm just saying, you're right. Absolutely. You're right. It was handled poorly, and we didn't really think that a large amount. Okay, you didn't think anyone was using it. I'm, I was surprised they might <laughs> notice in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so communication was off, expectations were off. Again, and you disagree. I mean, you agree with the fact that the communication was handled incorrectly. So, but can you speak at all to why, if this was not a security or privacy issue, was this not handled in the meta Slack channel or as a ticket that gets posted and then dealt with it? I mean, it happened very instantaneously. So the action itself that was taken with no lead up, no conversation, no you know agenda item in a meeting that barely anyone pays attention to, but not even that made it seem like such a bigger deal than it apparently was, it was what could be the reason for that? Like, I, I literally cannot fathom a reason for that. So can you... I, I didn't start I that conversation. I didn't participate in it. I only read it after the fact. Okay. So... so who am I DMing next? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You can, you can straight up talk to Matt about that. Yeah. Because the truth it's is... It's a long list. He, he, brought it, he brought up in conversation... We had a discussion yeah. about it. Eventually, after many attempts, it was removed. Yeah. And it really was, it, no, nobody on that side saw it as quite the big deal that everybody else did. So once, yeah. once the big deal had been revealed, and I am not at all going to ask you to comment or pine on Matt's yeah. response because that's his own world, but in terms of official meta-channel responses, was there any particular reason that this information that you're giving to us now, which seems fairly benign, was not shared? Um, like, it's literally like two weeks later, and we are on the water cooler, and we, as Matt, pointed, Matt Cromwell pointed out a minute ago, this is definitely, I mean, I think it's the best avenue <laughs> for communication and revelations in WordPress, but I might postulate the official meta channel could be a more appropriate place for this information just maybe by and, by and large I, I would have thought yeah i am it wasn't a secret is my point um but it was but, in secret chat no oh there is there was a thousand opportunities for this messaging to come out there, there was lots and lots and lots of opportunities for this to come out as of day one as of like yeah, after, right. the, after the, the change happened and the response happened. And look, I don't want to make this an auto, you owe us an explanation for everything that happened. Right. It's really right. important to me that it's not turned into that for anybody. Yeah. I am really only asking if right. you can shed any more light 
on why you weren't there in when the the back-to-back was initiated so so what you're saying essentially is that you cannot necessarily speak to why it was treated as something that would be more of a security issue right you 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 don't necessarily aren't able to speak to that i don't i don't i saw it and when i saw it i knew the reason for it removal when 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 scott pushed the removal pull requests or whatever i i saw why and he said because it was not obfuscated enough um to me that just gave me the answer so i didn't take anything of it it i knew it was not obfuscated enough so i'm surprised that other people didn't know what that meant so as to why it wasn't handled well well i assume that we all everybody sort of thought it was obvious um <laughs> Developers never have that problem. <laughs> Did you guys talk about this in an Audrey channel? You and Scott uh, and Matt? Or we, not no, you, just, but I mean, did they talk about it in an Audrey channel? No, it was just DMs. It was okay. just, uh, it was just a, a group DM. Mm-hmm. A DM in uh, WordPress Make? WordPress Make. Yeah. 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 I, I agree that right. the... The commit message to me was obvious too, but that was because I already knew what Otto knew. Like the 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 obfuscation was being reverse engineered in a way that was not useful or helpful, and that's been known for a long time. So when I saw the commit message, I thought the same thing. And real quick, oh sorry, go ahead. Well, the 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 thing about it being or not being a security issue is interesting to me because the looking at the code myself there were security issues with that endpoint just like oh, yeah. anything else now someone's definition of a security issue meaning uh mysql i or uh or a data breach or something being removed is different and that's not what i implied and that's not what i meant and that's not what i commented on but that is what right. people ran with and so the, the data being scraped is one problem. The data returning different values, depending on uh, what errored out, is another problem. And mm. the uh, abuse of it and it being uh, uh, open as an undocumented endpoint is a third problem. And so it's, it's not, not a security issue, uh, but it wasn't necessarily removed directly because of some data breach or security issue that was happening. It wasn't right? a so threat that, those are those I are think... the speculations that people ran with. Those are Yeah, the... I think the like the core of of folks's um, concern is that the motivations behind removal were not security, were not that the data was junk, but more business motivations. But um, that was this clearly that is absurd. That shit <laughs> I um uh not on the conspiracy I, track. I, I, I strongly dislike that approach to any of this stuff. I, yeah, I do mean, like it doesn't. You should address is, that. Uh, I, I'm going. I, I well, it just it. Uh, here's here's my here's my hot take on that uh, whole thing is um, when it when it went down and I, I this is a DM I sent to Matt, but it's something that like. We need to, as a community, define uh, what the difference is between the ownership of the data or the responsibility and the obligation that uh, whoever the owners of that data are 
to keep that data open. Because as it is right now, I will say, in my opinion, the owner of this data is not the community. Currently, the owner of that data is Matt, because Matt pays for the majority of hosting on WordPress.org. Matt donates all of his time and all of that money and effort to hosting not, what not, is there on WordPress.org. Not this. So not Cromwell, right? So so until I do my best, there but is I'm not until yet. there is something bigger or different that happens in regards to paying for hosting charges or donating hosting for WordPress.org or determining what all of that stuff means to everyone currently today, none of us own that data. I do not own that data. Yeah. It's not my data to decide what happens to it. So eventually yeah. maybe we should get to that point. Yeah. And other projects like Drupal have have, have, Donated hosting by so and so. They've they've already made decisions on who owns that data, what the responsibility is to it, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We yeah. need to do that. Yes. But that has not happened. And so yes. today, if someone is going to be the good shepherd of that data, it is Matt. And maybe it should be the rest of us. And maybe uh, altruistically, uh, it is my data to allow to be shared to turn on for my plugins. And hopefully, you know, we all have opinions on what exactly that looks like. But for right now. The way that it is, uh, this is this is like me trying. It's like uh, like uh, when the community gets an up in arms about tearing down the building in the middle of the square or whatever. Like, yeah, it's pretty and it's historic and it's a thing that is 150 years old that everyone loves and has memories of. But it's not my building. I don't own it. Someone mm -hmm. owns that building and that property. I can have an opinion on whether or not they should tear it down or they should rebuild it or they should put a parking lot in or. Like we're allowed to have those opinions, but someone else owns that building and that property and that parcel. If they want to tear it down, they own it. They get to decide what they do to that thing that they own. Until I own it, I don't have. I don't get I mean, to decide. I'm just yes, yeah, true. Now hold on. The, like the, super clear though, in terms of .org ownership, um, it is technically the foundation, which is chaired by Matt. So, which has to be said, because it is. that it is, is a nonprofit organization that has an executive director that has a board, and technically they own it. So if you want to talk about ownership, let's talk about ownership. And when sure. we say that Matt owns all that data, why? Is it, you know, is it really? Are, are you are you seriously asking why? Or are you just like, like why you yes. make a poll? No, I'm, I'm asking like, making that the answer to that question much more explicit starts to move us towards the right answer to the problem. Okay, right. Because I mean, it, it, we, I think it's easy to recognize why Matt versus yeah. why uh, not any one of us, right? I think that yeah. that's, that should be pretty evident. But, I think the real problem uh, with all of this comes in because <laughs> this, this does speak to a bigger issue, right? This isn't just about the active growth chart and we're all fooling ourselves if we think that it is, which none of us do. So let's just go ahead and say that that's not what's happening here, right? Everyone is really kind of up in arms about exactly yeah. what you just talked about, I mean, right? As a plugin owner, I have 25 other data points that I can lean on. I'm not as bothered about the lack of a chart, which as Otto said, truthfully, the chart, the physical visual chart itself is not so instrumental to the way I operate things. But like it's, like uh, it's the act of removing it without conversation whatsoever 
And, and what does that mean for the long run of data about plugins on .org and the viability of their uh, of us continuing to have them there? That's the real question. It's a it's an indicator of of a of a underlying problem that um, isn't getting better. I wanted to pull in real quick from from the uh, the comments here that we've been getting um, regarding the post or rather the comment that Pods left on. Um, that uh, on that track ticket, there was a lot of those types of um, comments that were on there. And can any of us speak into that just a little bit? I, I, I'd be remiss if we didn't even mention it. I mean, I think that what Pods is talking about on that particular post or that particular comment is, in a, in essence, the same thing about what we literally were just talking about. So what John was saying and what Matt was saying is that you know. We are all part of this open source project that we all have kind of bought into the idea that this is a community, this is a community owned thing. And when something comes up and shows us, no, that's not actually the case. And this one person who does control the situation and can pull, you know, something out if they want to, um, that I like what Matt was saying makes people feel like they're being hoodwinked, like they're being sold something that isn't what it really is. Because so we then, here and promote this community, we promote participating, and the, the 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 line of WordPress is not you know come do this free work that may or may not matter, right? It's come mm -hmm. be a part of this community, and I think that really matters in terms of um, people's willingness to extend trust to even the meta team like the fact that people see conspiracy here whether or not there's a conspiracy that you know automatic is going to have the data and no one else is going to have the data the fact is the conspiracy did not just you know pop in because of this issue this is a long-running issue and so when something like this happens that is basically can be viewed as evidence of uh how the community is viewed and how the community is considered, I think that's really what we're we or we no, as a community I, are upset about here. I, I get what you're saying, but I, I think that it is uh, it is uh, indicative of like uh, the problem or bigger worldly problems when the right. the conspiracy is the default instead before, of before, the, uh... someone being a good uh, like the decision being for a good reason, not a bad reason. If if, if our default left, people... I've got something to say. Yeah, you're going to talk about the solutions, right? You've got a plan. Yeah, well, I see. We only got like four minutes left, so I just wanted to say what what we're going to do about it. We've been reading the the, uh, the ticket, reading everything. What's going to happen is uh, that the active install count, instead of being rounded to the nearest digit. Uh, it's going to be changed. Um, the I don't know the exact breakpoints, cutoffs, but example: show individual up to fifty, then round to nearest ten until thousand, and there then nearest hundred until ten thousand, for example. So that we are making an active install count much more fine grained than it has been in the past. So in that sense, yes, we're giving you the data. It's not going to be exact numbers. But it's going to be much better than it has before. We're still working on and doing that. Not exact, thing, but more exact. Very much more. That's vague. Very, very much. And that exact. and that endpoint that people were scraping before, that's still going to remain gone. Yeah. 
But uh, there is a graph we're trying to figure out, and we're, we haven't worked out exactly how to do it yet, but something better to show new installs over time. Um, new, new, we're debating talking about new domain names or something. Uh, uh, Otto, not to like, you know, bring a bunch of people to your party or anything, but where is this being discussed? We already discussed it last week. Where did you discuss it last week? Same, same channel we discussed the first one. So your private, cool. your private channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does that seem, does that not seem problematic to you? Like, I, I mean, I know, you know you're not making the decision of how to have the conversation, but I think that it, it is indicative of, again, the conversation that's been going on and in that track ticket where it's like where Mullenweg seriously said, all right, everybody bring the rest of your arguments on that side of things where everyone was like, but we don't yet know what we're arguing about or for or against because nobody has been clear on exactly what your side of the argument is. All we know is that you took stuff away and we don't like it. Um, okay. and, and so now the conversation continues where it's not a security issue, but we have to continue to have private conversations about how and when to bring it back. And again, not targeted at Otto in any way whatsoever, who's a wonderful human being. But like, that's just odd. It's just I'm odd. Sorry, and not helpful. Realistically, I don't see any other way for that conversation to happen. I can't tell you why it was removed other than what I have. And having a conversation, a big breakdown debate, doesn't really change the fact that it's getting removed because Matt said remove it. Okay, a but what about solutions? Everything. Why not have that conversation in the open? Obviously, people care. We did. Obviously, we had a huge, there's a huge sticker with ninety something responses in it. Yes, that was a conversation. What? That's the conversation. But it's not the conversation. That's just it feedback. A, and then you're having an obfuscated conversation. Yeah. Then the decision is happening over, um, you know, in a private Slack channel, which means that all of the people who are commenting, whether their input is actually being heard or not, they feel like their input yeah. is not being heard. People can give a lot more constructive feedback when they know the nature of the argument on the other side. And it doesn't and leave the, us the argument all has not been made. The argument has not been made publicly on why right. it was taken down in a way that is actually actionable. Um, You're right. There, there was no public conversation about it being taken down because we took it down. There, there was no argument about taking it down. There was no argument to be had. It's just taken down. Right. It's but not, that's it. in terms of solving the problem for what way we can put give uh, the community, whether they're plug-in devs or whoever they are, the data that they're requesting and that they've come to rely on or that they just want to have, why can that not be held? That should be a somewhat constructive conversation, right? So why can I mean, that conversation not be held openly? It was. It was a, you had a track ticket with all those set responses. And I was a place to have that conversation. Everybody there, all their input was heard. We yeah, but, the whole but heard by whom and then discussed where that a decision is come. That's not, that's again, that's just feedback. That's a one way channel. A discussion it's, is, it's is a one way channel. Forth. A discussion yeah, is yeah. not a one way channel. There's, there's two reasons why that's not constructive. One is because no argument was given publicly on why it was taken down. So nobody knows how to counter an argument that's not made publicly. So sure. it, it, you can't have a conversation 
if you don't know one whole half of what's supposed to happen. The second reason why it's problematic is Mullenweg also said on Twitter, if 10,000 people commented on that ticket, it wouldn't change anything. Um, so that makes it also really difficult to have a public conversation when the person who made the decision secretly has said, I really don't care what you all say right now. Um, that isn't what Matt said. <laughs> that is how you it's, heard it. That is how people, it's, it's yeah, how a lot of people heard it. Yeah. to hear it that way, this is the, and that is my whole problem, is if people are going to seek out an argument, you will find it. And when I read Matt's words, and I hear what he says, because I know Matt, I don't hear what you're hearing. I hear a different version of it that is optimistic, that is looking for a solution, that is listening, that is the shepherd and owner of the foundation and all of the data that we're looking here to try and come to a solution that will work for everyone. Because he's right. If 10,000 people commented on it, won't change why it got removed and and and, and what's happening to go forward with it. That, it he's when right. You say, that in truthful. you say it in combination so it, with the, what I just said, that... 10,000 people can argue their side, but it doesn't matter because we haven't actually heard his side. And that's the thing. Like, if we don't know what we're arguing about, like, how can we make an argument? So, of course, there's speculation. Because so the and I guess that's the, that's the crux of, the, of all of this, is that people want to hear from Matt. They want to, yeah. they want to hear from Matt. I mean, that's they, really they what want to know from Matt. There is nothing Otto or I or someone Matt. else can say yeah. until, I don't know until Matt the, way the you questions know Matt, come out. I've, I've had conversations with him too. I like him a lot. I do, I believe in his vision. I've been a champion for forever. Like every time that he has actually made a real clear argument, I've been like, I think I can get behind that. Like right now, it's just been a big giant fumble. Um, and I think the problem it, I would is love to have, have some, an argument. I would love to have some clarity because the conversation doesn't stop when we all of a sudden have some sort of iteration of an active install growth chart back, that's like step one of 20 steps towards actually serving the creator economy around the whole .org marketplace. Like it's just the first step in 20 steps that we wanna have. Like we want a lot more out of this stuff and we're getting less, so. The, the, the like, thing was that you want, you want, you want what, to bring it back? That ain't happening, so. There's there's no there's no no, no selling on that. I think just like what we the outlined point, at the beginning of this conversation point. is that we want we and I say we just speaking as the community because I'm not a plugin developer, but what folks want is to be part of the solution and not feel that they are just having their efforts and their desires dictated to them. Dictated being the key word, but people want to participate. WordPress is. Yeah portrayed as a participatory project as a as but, a thing and you're right when you're not you're being right. heard it's frustrating and when you're not heard over and over and over again it leads people to make conclusions that aren't necessarily accurate that are built on emotional responses to being as I, as I this is why that, we have this problem as i understand it matt went into that ticket and posted and asked for suggestions on what data people need that's literally what he wanted. He wanted people exactly. to suggest other data, data that we use, data that we could find out, data we could create, show them, give them. You don't want to, you don't want to have an argument. You want to present what you want, present your ideas. We will sort through them, figure it out, present a case. 
So Otto, always the way it's gonna go. Can we? Uh, and and if there's someone else that we need to talk to about this, that's fine. Like if I need to make a track ticket or a, or something uh, to make this request. But I understand that in private channels, the conversation is happening and reviewing the feedback. I am a firm believer that that should be happening in the public channels, not the private channels. But I wonder if it is possible to make a step towards inclusion within the community and, and healing this rift that possibly prior to making a decision about what to put back on or what how to do it, that that is a written out proposal that is posted on the Meta Make channel, uh, Make blog, and allowed to have community feedback that before the action happens. I don't even need it. I don't even need them to to do these things before decisions are made. I I like if there, a decision is made that's in the best interest of the project, then make that a public thing and make a statement and say why and say what the future of this decision is. But that's not what is going on in any way. Um, well, either way, I mean, well, I think it'd be better. It's to... not what's going on in any way is like unfair because it is what happens like 99.9% of the time. So the hyperbole of saying it doesn't happen is the problem that I keep bringing up is like- I didn't say it doesn't happen. I said, it's not what's happening right now. <laughs> we're like, we're like need to have therapy issues. We all have like slight trauma. And, and, and ultimately the problem is people don't like it when Matt does something without community input. Well, and this wasn't even if, that, though. It's, I mean, it was in the behind the scenes, but I mean, he didn't make the commit, you know? It's not like he look, was- Look at one. all of the comments on the track ticket. All of the comments yeah. on the track ticket are- I know, because he's, you know- Towards he's Matt. He's responsibility for everything, even though he's not even the person that did the actual code or was part right. of, you know, was probably only the initiator of that conversation and, and there, not the figure or outer of- yeah. The stuff there so, are you know it's not fair but it is what happens because that's what happens when you're the leader but if you're a leader that doesn't lead then everyone's asking okay. you to lead i mean we have an executive director of the project um you right. know and and there are 10 or more decisions a day about the way that wordpress.org works that happen in private channels that have nothing to do with the community because they are systems or hosting or infrastructure or data yeah. related yeah. and stats in my opinion is right now one of those things because it, there, it isn't a public repo it isn't a thing that lives anywhere in meta it isn't a thing that people have access to stats just happens to be a functional piece of behind the scenes infrastructure that uh is useful for updates uh, on to for people updating to WordPress.org. And so yeah. it is not unreasonable to me that people that are responsible for maintaining and building stats would have conversations about stats in a non-public way. Uh, whether yeah. or not the decision to remove it... If you're thinking about it only is, purely from an architectural perspective, um, if you're thinking about it from the fact of what the plugin directory actually is, for the WordPress project as a whole, stats absolutely are tied intrinsically to what it means to have a creator economy. Like stats are part it. of what I, it means to have to be an author on .org. Like so, okay. I agree. I and, wanna, and so I the bring this back real quick, because we are obviously going over and that's not our MO, right? These are very important issues that we want to give 
um, time to, but at the end of the day, we want to focus this on the solution. So what you're saying, Otto, is that the feedback is being listened to and discussed, and it, you are going to come up, you and some other of the meta team folks are behind the scenes coming up with some solutions to provide that. So if we were to say to people, go and put all your ideas and all your wants in that track ticket, they will indeed be heard. Yes? Oh, yeah. Okay. We write, we write everything. So let's just assume in good faith that that is an accurate statement. I, again, really am going to just request, and I don't, uh, that you or whomever else is working on it, when you make the decision for what Matt is saying here, or before you make the decision and you have a plan or a proposal, you know, put that on the make blog and let the community discuss it. And in, you know, even if you ignore all that feedback, it will allow people to feel as if they are yeah. not I mean, just be having the rug pulled out from under them. And that's what we're really so talking what about. John was saying, like that does happen so many times. That does happen so, so, so many times. The meta uh, blog is up there all the time and folks are posting there. They're getting input, they're getting feedback. I'm not trying to say that that doesn't happen. That absolutely happens tons of time. Yes. So, Especially when it has such a when it, when it has such a direct impact on the plugin authors, and there that doesn't happen. That's when like everyone is like, this doesn't make sense. That where does this? How does this happen? How does it happen that something that's so intrinsic to what I do on .org is all of a sudden gone, and and there was no conversation when at any other time? There's a bunch of stuff that nobody cares about at all that gets posted up there um for feedback um so i mean whatever off. happened in the past in terms of not communicating the decision you know that's what happened but i really think that there is a there is a there is a possibility here for um healing within the community to demonstrate that good faith and to take the general process which we have come to expect that decisions and reasoning or you know proposals are posted on the make blog or handled at a team meeting prior to implementation or at implementation and when something um you know is not does not follow that generally accepted track no pun intended um people have an emotional backlog of stuff and that's not fair to anyone, the meta team, to, to Matt Mullenweg, to WordPress project or anything, but it still exists. So let's try to do what we can do to mitigate that. Let's give good faith all over and focus on solutions of what we want in the future and not, you know, all the crap that we're mad about from the last 10 years. Okay. I love you all. <laughs> we're we're 40, 42. We have to get out on the 42 just for matter. We do. We do. All right, folks. So thank you very much for hanging out with us. We appreciate Talk it. About it. More in the Discord. Please do. Here's our outro. Go over to daypwarcore.com slash subscribe to subscribe to this content. We'd appreciate it. We're available on all the major places where you can listen to podcasts and you can watch us over on YouTube. Talk to y'all later. You have a good one. Bye-bye. You know, some episodes, they just, they just do it.